0: Gonna make a change for once in my life. Hi, I'm Brendan James.
1: I'm Ricardo Mitchell, the Social Sage. I am DJ Aaron868.
0: Welcome everyone to our sixth episode because the last one was 5 on 5.1. So welcome to our sixth episode of Inquisitive Minds, where we try to have intelligent conversations that are accessible to all of us. And we're very excited today to have this conversation um, with two brothers. Um, but before I introduce them, of course, I'll introduce the other hosts. Um, first of all, I want to say good night and welcome to, I'll do the order a little bit different, to the Intellectually Creative, uh, DJ Aaron868.
1: Uh, good night, sir. How good are good you? night, good night. When you say 5.1, I think it will be digital enough. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> now nah, it's not that kind of point one, not that kind of point one tonight, man. Yeah. yes, man. And of course, I'd like to introduce my, my, my brother in philosophy, um, and in life, uh, Ricardo, he's social sage, uh, Mitchell. How are you doing tonight, sir?
2: Yeah, I am. Um... Great, like carrot and coleslaw, slow brother.
1: I oh, real, really, I, real,
2: like, I can't complain. You really bring oh. that back. Iran why you don't give me a chance? I
0: was gonna, um, I was gonna use your super as the black wolf, but I didn't want to let
2: that. <laughs> be- no, 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 no. sir. No sir. I put on that life long time now. it's, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> I mean, while. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> When when I see those pics come up on my Facebook reminders, be like, wait, boy. <laughs>
0: you understand? But no, no um, i anymore. <laughs>
2: thanks, thanks, thanks to the influence of good peers, I have found the balance between ratchet and righteousness. So, ah, um, well, my
0: world's well, gray well, right I now. I agree. <laughs> agree. So, I, before I introduce you guys, I, I, I want to talk a little bit about what we are here to talk about, and then you'll see why we have these two esteemed gentlemen with us here tonight. So, this episode is called "The Pivot: uh, When You Take a Leap of Faith and Make a Change." And for these two guests, um, we, we really wanted to talk with them for different reasons. So collectively, we, we have um, been observing these guys for over a number of years and admiring from far. And I will share my perspective. So, um, you know, as a young man coming up in the game, you always look towards people who are a little bit older than you to see the moves that they make. And um, one particular guest um Kofi Antoine, who is the older brother of one of my very very good friends best friend I would say one of my best friends um I've seen him you know make certain moves in terms of his career and and his life and um it is not and the things that I've seen him do is not an easy move and I know he will be able to talk a little bit more like on that so first of all I'd like to uh, say good night and welcome um, Mr.
3: Antoine. how are you sir? Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. Thank you, gentlemen, for bringing me in. I'm um, very well, thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. And and and, and we'll get more into into his background and story. And the next person who um, I'm very happy to have as well. Um, I have worked with. I had the pleasure working with for a few years and seeing him move from strength to strength in his own career as a professional, and then still have an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial mindset and approach. And um, we're very happy to have Mr. Kivan Lewis, a.k.a. Kivo TV. How are you, sir?
4: I'm great. I'm great. Thank you very much for inviting me, gentlemen. I'm happy to be here and happy to learn as well. Not only, to, you know, talk about what I have learned, but learn from you as well. So thanks for inviting me.
0: Right. Thanks a lot, guys. I'm really happy to, to have you all here. And so this episode is called The Pivot, right? And what we, what we were thinking about is, like, in, in terms of the circumstance, and I really thank Aaron for for helping kind of frame this in my mind too when I was having a discussion, as well as carlo Because initially when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about it from the point of view of the pandemic and, you know, people might be a little more open to thinking about where they are in life and, you know, maybe I want to do something a little bit different. But Aaron would have mentioned that, hey, beyond the pandemic, there's some other structural things. There's the economy, there's a lot of different things. And then, and then Ricardo would have kind of brought it home in terms of, you know, People may be thinking about these things maybe even from before that, and, and maybe this is the opportunity that we have in front of us. So the name of the episode really is about that pivot, and I know both of you all would have um, would have made different pivots in your life, whether it's professional, entrepreneurial, and others. So um, using your story, and this is a general open question, anybody could take it first and we'll dive in. By using your story, was there a moment that you could recall where you decided that I wanted to do something maybe a little bit different? Or was it maybe a series of moments or maybe it's something that accidentally happened? When was that time for you when you realized this? Then? There's something else that I maybe want to do or pursue or maybe something I want to add on to my my already established uh, career roster. So I'll start off with that open question. When did it happen for you?
4: Coffee, you're going first or want well, you know you me
3: Well, you you I know I, I know who is who are the who, the most senior, the senior. Nah, I right. understand sir. Oh, I still okay. have some milk. <laughs> I still have some milk, so you go <laughs> you ahead, I still sir. have a little milk on you. All right, all right. <laughs> well, for me, for me, um, my pivot, my desire to make a change was was more of a. Incompassing uh, of different ideas, um, different desires to to be something, right? In earlier discussions with Caro, I tell them about the, the comfort level that you'll get or you'll reach to in a stage in your life, right? But I was still relatively young. I was 22 or something, yeah? and I was like comfortable because i was working in the bank, I live in home, I have no, no wife, no children. My biggest excitement for the, the week to uh, line Friday, play football Monday to Tuesday, and, and that is it. Right? And I'm comfortable I'm earning a salary. And that is it. But then the years passing by, right? So twenty-two could become twenty-five in a blink of an eye, and then it's like, okay, well, I, this is what I want to do. This is what I set out for myself to do. I didn't I didn't think I could be more or I should I try this or I should I try that? Right. So for me at that age, there, I was like, I can't, I can't see myself working in the bank. I ain't doing that, very able string and work 30 something years, and hopefully I make a grade five, or eventually I might be able to be senior enough to go into management. That kind of thing. So I decided, like, okay, you know what? I had to make a change. Right? the change I had to make I had to be a drastic change, I had to be something that would put me in a direction that I could launch myself into other things. Not just like sitting in a bank counting money and, you know. So from, from that age, it was just like, I want to do something different. I want to do something different. I don't know what I want to do yet, right? But the idea of I would need to do something, this can't be the full stop, right? This could be a comma, a semicolon. You know, but it can't be like this is this is where it is for the next, you know, how much years. So that was that was my thing. I just I decided it have to it have to have something more than just this. You know, and I venture out, I venture out and I'll venture out a little rashly, but I'll venture out, right? And in venturing out I didn't have I didn't have the what do I say? Deal, I didn't have the luxury of someone older than me to tell me, well, hey, if you do this, 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 this will happen. All right? I didn't have that. I had to learn that as I going along. So I make my jump and while I fall in, I learn to to open out, to glide, to catch a little air, to, you know, slow down my descent. You know, so I, I learned as I was going along. Right? I didn't have somebody to say, well, if you do this, because I'm not thinking like, I'm thinking that I need to change. And I need to change now. Because if I do change now, then I will be mm-hmm. stuck in this, you know, in this mindset, I will be stuck in this frame, frame of mind or this design that I put myself in. So that was my change, yeah.
0: And one you of the things that I use this opportunity to mention, eh? when, mm-hmm. when we had made that change, and I was going through my change he took the time to sit and talk to me yeah? and I'm, I never really tell you to answer that coffee but that change he caused some decisions I made in my life that I never regret I well, you're, very,
3: you're very welcome you're very welcome I was, mm. I was happy to do that because I didn't have that so that's why I always try anybody younger than me anybody who deciding okay how, should I do this should I do that you need somebody to talk to you you need somebody to tell you well if you're going down the road here, it have a pothole on this side. You might want to reconsider that route you're taking. You might want to think about something else. You might want to put this in place before you make that jump. But I didn't. I had to jump and then learn when I, I jump. I, I learn along the way. So it always is always to pay it forward to the, the next generation, to somebody else younger and somebody else who thinking, about, OK, what is that doing? How I thinking? I thinking right, so it's always good to like give that back, give back that information, you know, so that the next person you always pass it on, you always pay it forward, you know, so that everybody keep evolving, everybody keep growing. You know, as you professor sir. Yeah.
0: Master Kivo,
4: yes, yes, sir. Um, well, I I would say I, I had um three uh pivot points. And um, it started very, very early, um, when I was probably seven years old. Um, the first pivot point is, is the belief system. And um, a man by the name of Trevor James, I'm sure you know Trevor James, um, Jamil James and, and Trevor James Jr., that he was in the personal growth and development. And he was um, the best friend of my dad. So I grew up in the, the mindset of believing that you can be more than who you are. All right, so um, being under his study and learning to read books like Think and Grow Rich and, you know, as a man think it, all those things made me see myself differently than just being a student in class at a point in time. And then um, I would have moved on into to university and that's where I found the other pivot point point. and that other pivot point is what I call the avenue. So I believed in myself, but I wanted to find out how do I go about being more than I could be, Right. And I met a young man by the name of Rakesh Bukal. I was studying late at night, and this guy was going around selling Amway products, right? And I got into Amway early, net network marketing. But the way in which he sold the um the product, it was different from everybody else. People will just come to you to say join the group. But he told me something big that um never never left me. It was a quote by Jim Ron that said, um, wealth is about. Living off of the income of your own resources. And that made me realize, wait, now, this is the avenue. Finding my own resources for me to live off the income of. Yeah. And uh, through the network marketing and through understanding business and whatnot, I realized that the avenue was to be an entrepreneur, to be able to be more than I could be. And then from that, the last pivot would have been finding what my value was and my vehicle right so what would be my vehicle to allow me to be an entrepreneur right so the vehicle was finding what my gift was and my gift would be as you know being this comedic guy but being a different type of comedian somebody educational yet still entertaining so it was really those pivot points of belief avenue and finding what my vehicle was that allowed me to say okay i can now put all these things together and now create for myself uh Different direction while doing my you know regular nine to five, but a different direction for me to not depend on one leg on my um table, have different fields of income, and be, be become an entrepreneur, become more than just uh regular or as, as um Zig Ziglar would say, a wandering generality, but be a meaningful specific, you know. So mm-hmm. that's basically what my journey was. So, I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Kivo, you know, one thing stood out to me, uh, beside your, your three pivot points. Firstly, because mm-hmm. most people have one, yeah, you had three that mm-hmm. didn't just span that span the entire lifetime, you could see Because, great. as I say, you're a young fella, you still see the milk on your face,
4: yes,
3: yes, I'm good. I said, enough, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't dry, I ain't dry yet now. Eh? Uh... <laughs> no formation, no formation on your face at all <laughs> but,
1: well now you said that you know it's been an entrepreneur but you also mentioned that you still have your nine to five mm-hmm. job in terms of balancing that because i'm trying to explain that concept right now balancing your job and your jobs mm-hmm. yeah to my to my younger
4: brother
0: mm-hmm.
4: oh is that difficult um it's, it's not difficult if you manage your time, right? You have to be able to do proper time management because you have to remember if you are working two jobs, you still have to sleep and take care of the people that are important to you. So you have to be able to understand um, what you're willing to sacrifice on that end, right? You don't want to sacrifice the things that are most important, right? And also if you have to sacrifice it, the person that you are with, the people that, you are, that are around you have to be willing to understand that as well. That this is going to be a temporary sacrifice for a permanent lifestyle, if you know what I mean. So I always tell people that um, I don't ever do some type of job. If I know I'm working nine to five, I'm not going to take up a, a job that is not going to take four or five hours per week, every week from me. So, for example, I'll give you an example. Like when I did my my, my, my parang last year, that parang was just me writing a song for two weeks Recording a song and allowing that song to be ubiquitous. That's how I, I did it. If I were to be somebody on radio, for example, as much as I want to be on radio right now, I know radio requires me to, to be there three hours a day, every day, for a long period of time. It's not that I don't want to be it, be on radio, it's just that I know to myself my job requires me to be up and about at any point in time, so I can't give a hundred percent on radio. And on my job. So you have to decide what project you're going into that allows you to not sacrifice or compromise the most important things. So once you manage your time and make the right decisions, and sometimes you have to say no to certain things, you'll be able to plan better. You can't say yes to everything. Some some yeses, as good as it sounds, it could hurt your career. It could hurt your business. It could hurt your brand. if you say yes to every single thing. Some things you have to say, nah boy, I can't that right now. Mm. i like that i love that message
0: yeah
4: yeah i yeah, think you're yeah, on there bro yeah
0: yeah, yeah. thank you <laughs> uh, a question for kofi and and just mm-hmm. for, for the audience and for everyone one yeah. thing that, that you was able to do kofi was move from from a feel like finance into mm-hmm. a feel like and to me, that is like saying that you're, you're, you're going to master the language of Sanskrit and decide that you're going to specialize in physics. It's two different worlds. I mean, and to have that that dedication and focus to actually do that to me, I admire that. Is there any skill sets that you was able to transfer across or it was just, hey, you're going to just become another, a master in another
3: area? Um, to add to... The Kivo point. What Kivo was talking about um, was discipline, right? Essentially in itself is discipline. Because you want to, to juggle many things, right? But you don't want to be juggling and you're losing your mind, you're losing yeah. your your time, you're losing your space, you're losing yourself. Right. So when I what when I decided to make that change, I made a change from working Eight to one part-time in the bank every day Monday to Friday right um, it's 22 I decided you know what I can I do this too comfortable for me now right and then I changed into working with a company that did training training for like um, etiquette training that kind of thing where they, they teach you how to use a knife and fork how to dress for business how to dress for success that sort of a thing. And that in itself, create, well, not really created, but made me use the hustler. The hustler inside of me. Because I had to now create the the revenue that I was earning. Because in the bank, I want a have a it, right? But now I had to create the opportunity. I had to create I had to create the demand. I had to create the the, the program. Everything. So I was I was the one who was hustling. I was the one putting it out there, calling, falling up with this one, asking people to take the course, organizing the, the setup for the course, the location, everything, so that when eventually, when I decided to move to Canada, that hustler, that drive, that, that impetus to, to always go and get, go and get, go and get, was already in place. So that when I went to Canada, that drive was there. So I decided, OK, I'm going to Canada. And when I land in Canada, I own my business. I had to keep my discipline. Because you're in Canada, you have the white ladies. You have the changing in the season. You have everything going on. Everything had to put this track here. You have it. Yeah. right? But you had to hold your focus because you can't go. What I always used to tell people is that the mentality that you had in the islands, you cannot come out with that mentality to Canada because you will end up being an island man in Canada. right? As opposed to like going on to something else. So that mentality, you had to change that. So it's the same thing as that discipline. It's that discipline where you say, okay, you know what? I ain't come out here for that. Because I could line home. Should I not have the sweetest line? I could always line home. When I go home, I will line. But when i here, I had to put controller to the wheel. So I went in to uh, Dawson College. And I basically start over because I had been out of high school for about more than five years. So the time me that the qualifications I have, I have to start over. I have to start over like zero. Hmm. So English, a new language, French, um, humanities, I had to do physical education, I had to do complementary courses, concentration courses, and then I end up going into a biomed lab. And... From there, I was able to launch different things for myself through Biomed Lab. But having the background of understanding how money works, like right, how business works from that finance background, I was able to translate that, that background and what the field that I was in to create a new business for myself, to create a new opportunity for myself. Right? So I form like um, a Porto medic like a person who goes and these the insurance companies and the insurance company sells your policy and we go and we provide the service of taking blood, collecting a urine sample, doing vital signs and that kind of stuff. So my field that I was in, I had the mm-hmm. skill, I had the understanding of how the financing would work, how to juggle the business and I went into that and I was still, as Kivo said, you're doing a nine to five, you're doing a job and you're doing a next job or you're doing your job right so it's two jobs and you just have to maintain Is that discipline you have to maintain the discipline to do what you you need to do you gotta just keep that discipline you gotta keep the discipline
0: and, and one of the things that I, and Kado boy, one of the things I like about both stories is the the ability to take certain concepts from that that they were able to learn early on and translated, nothing is wasted. Nothing is wasted in terms of transfer skills. So um, so I will throw the ball to your side, boy cardo boy. What what what, what, what do you think about, about what you went up with just now there in terms of uh, some of the discussions we had?
3: Audio cardo. Audio they okay. de-
2: don't make joke. Nah, I didn't even see yeah. the little um <laughs>
3: the
2: little red mic. we going on? I tell you it, this laptop up um upgrade, you know. Anyway,
4: so
0: right.
2: yeah, I, I feel like I get hit with a cardo stick. The way that I speak to people and the way that I pour out, because I'm a I'm a giver. And as Kivo I said earlier, there's a point in time where not every not every opportunity you're supposed to take. I've been telling people for years that not everything that you could do, you should do. Mm-hmm. And evolved into mm-hmm. having to learn how to say no because managing mm-hmm. resources is important otherwise things will run out. Mm-hmm. I, I spent 17 years seventeen years, in a state of comfort and it was the most fragile comfort I think I could possibly experience in my life and I did not even know it. You see that one mm-hmm. leg that Kibo talked about? Jed, yeah, this leg was paying triple time on public holidays right this mm-hmm. one leg you could make a shift change last minute with a man who wants somebody falling to cover fear it was a shift system so it's not like you, you got into a routine what i'm saying is it was very very easy for you talk about 22 to 25 could pass in a voosh <laughs> you could go from 19 to 35 and because so many things dynamic you don't realize that nothing changing
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah
2: so when mm-hmm. ended up happening now when um to make the decision that you know we being villains of the country was costing too much <laughs> money and they say time to close I was strangely grateful I was strangely mm-hmm. grateful because you know what happened over the years I had spent my time living vicariously but I ain't mm-hmm. stupid everybody who I help with an idea or a plan or develop a system I was also learning from mm-hmm. so what ended up happening now is I had traded my time for a slower learning process. But everything I learned, whether it was with carnival bands or committees or whether you're working with somebody on a social group, whether you're doing uh, charity work, uh, football club, it didn't matter what I was doing. I was learning from it. And it was funny it was funny because the concept of nothing being wasted is something that we take for granted. A lot of the times we complain about the position we're in, but we don't take the time to figure out what we could take from it. You know, we, we study well what we're victim to and what we're going through and why I'm here and why I had to do this and put up with that. And we do sit down and say to ourselves, listen, the place that I am in here, why am I here? And breaking why am I here down into four actual different questions. Why? One day is a purpose right? Why am I here? So that means there's a personality behind it because anybody else could have be here, but I'm personally here. So there's a general purpose. There's a specific purpose. Why am I here? As in this particular location, this particular scenario, this particular opportunity. The thing is, if you take the time to assess the position that you're in, you'll realize that why am I here should not be a complaint. It should be a, a, a directive. It should give you a checklist of things to look at so that you could figure out what it is you could learn from the situation and what you could carry forward when the situation changes because change is inevitable. Even if you're working for a state-run company with the biggest union in the Caribbean, things can change. Mm -hmm. And when they change and you sit down and you think to yourself, wait now, because so many things were happening and passing and changing that I didn't do anything. You had to stop and assess well then what was i doing and funnily enough i angry i had to thank the lord for saying for reasoning with man saying listen brother you're you're hardened but you're not stupid you were learning your way
3: mm-hmm. you were learning
2: your way so you could either sit down and beat up yourself you could try to find your way back into the energy industry but you weren't happy there the skills i give you you weren't using there the way that you could be using them so i stopped mm-hmm. and i had to reassess because the inevitability of change. I was anticipating it, but I was not reacting. I wasn't even proactive because I'd gotten so accustomed to so many things constantly changing that I didn't feel like I had to do anything to create change. So, hearing these gentlemen speak about discipline and routine and the discomfort, I am. Um, I I had to I had to hit the ground running. I had to catch up to the things that I was telling other people. I had to start practicing what I was preaching because it exposed in me a duplicity, a, a hypocrisy because I was telling people the way to do certain things but I wasn't doing it myself. So mm. my pivot really, um, my pivot was forced but ridiculously welcome. I have used so many skills and developed so many gifts and talents and abilities in the past couple of years that I always had the potential for them, but I wasn't practicing them. Yeah. You know, so um just listen, sometimes it's not a case that you make a decision or somebody tells you, you know. Sometimes the change occurs and you didn't jump, you know, but you're falling. Yeah. And you had you to learn fall. to you had to learn to glide, you had to learn to slow that descent, you had to catch an no, updraft push. And you right one yeah. and come.
3: Yeah, you get pushed.
2: You get pushed into it. pivot. I get trip,
3: <laughs> but
2: <laughs> fortunately, fortunately, because even though I wasn't practicing it, because I had a mindset already, it was not as difficult to adjust. No, there's a learning curve that I could have been ahead of, but mm-hmm. instead I just on I running on the time that I guess designed for me, because nothing wasted. No, i will never be complacent about time i will never be complacent about income i will never be complacent about where i am what i do what i endorse by my presence listen (laughs) all i saying is um you listening to these two gentlemen speak is like jed every it happens differently for everyone but it happens for everyone yeah
0: And one of the things that I want to explore that I find that is a common thread for everybody who's speaking, and I want our listeners to understand, everybody's pivot here wasn't neat. It wasn't like this. Forgive the analogy, a storybook order. I did one, I did two, and then I did three, and then I did four. And you're combining skills that people will never think about that could combine together. Mm
4: -hmm. But they
0: all have a common thread throughout now that common thread of whether it's discipline or whether it's learning but learning solely over time whether it's that inspiration realization from external sources and people Jim Rohn as well yeah. one of my favorites I must say um, for those who have never saw his work just watch his videos on YouTube it, if man. it is work you know um, and, and those do, that, that common thread of it not being neat is one of, you, is one of the key messages I'm taking from this you know, yeah. in terms of that not not, not always a ordered so- sequence mm-hmm. of things that are coming together.
3: Yeah. Oh, it's true. My my Go No, no, you, got, you got yeah. go, you got, You go ahead, okay. go My auntie Erica, which is Miss Erica Britton, was a Liberian in Naparima Girls. She taught me general paper. And she said change is the only constant in life. Nothing stays the same. Change is the only constant in life, right? And I used to think about that. And she said, "No, we have to think about what is required for change." And I always used to ponder that. That used to, that always stay with me. Every time I make a move or do something different, that the first thing used to come to me: change is constant. That's the only constant in life. Change is the only constant in life. But what is required in change? adaptability, flexibility, and capability, right? Now, adaptability means that you're open to the idea of the change, right? You could adapt to the situation. COVID, H1N1, PetroChain closed down, you leave the bank, whatever the situation is, you have to be able to adapt to now to that situation. And you're right, Brendan, is that It's never a neat thing, it's never a neat process, it's never a smooth transition. It'll be bumpy, it'll be harrowing, it'll be exhausting, you know, but you have to be able to adapt to that change. And you have to be flexible in that you keep your mindset. You keep your mindset in that you're not resistant to any change. You're not resistant to anything going on around you. Your mind is open. Well, I can't do this. Because I have that or I have no. You could change. Anything is possible. Nothing is impossible. Right? Yeah. Nothing is impossible. You're keeping an open mind, you're flexible. So okay, I ain't working in the bank no more. So what I could do? I'm good in sciences. i have a little business background. All right. Let me start to look into something medical. I ain't want to be no doctor. All right. So what are options it have? All right? And they start to break it down from there. So now the flexibility in my mind telling me, well, okay, I could be this, I could be that, I could be the other. Now, the capability. Are you capable of making a change? What, is the, what are the capabilities you have? You have your educational background, you have the desire to change, you might have a little finances to help you make a, a change. Is all, all those things coming together is what is important when you, you're changing. Whether you get tripped, you get pushed, you jump for yourself, you have to have those those key elements and always remember that change is a constant thing. Change, we're always evolving. Bacteria does evolve. Viruses evolve. Hmm. You as a human, a higher thinking person, you wouldn't evolve too. You have to evolve. Right? Mm-hmm. I was telling Kylo earlier that you're not even in the same body anymore. Right? Your mindset is not the same mindset you had when you were 17, when you were 25, when you were 30. Right. It's a different is a different mindset. So now we change. The changes around you. The change is there. Sometimes, as Carlos said, you get forced. You get forced into the change. 9-11, mm-hmm. make the whole world change. Mm-hmm. COVID-19, make the whole world change. We force into a change. We force into... But now, are we adapting to the change? Are we flexible in the mind to the changes? Are we capable to make the changes? That is always the... The questions just keep coming into my mind. Anytime yeah. I want to me I want to decide to do something, as a major change in the life, And that's how I start mm-hmm. to think. That's how to think. You know? So that is that is, you know, that is always if we don't take away anything else but that we have to know that change is always a constant thing.
4: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ch- changes changes is, is, I think, the most important thing and being a, able to understand that changes are available to everyone but everybody is willing to accept change. Amen. So you always find people who will remain rooted. And I always tell people, you're not a tree. You can move. But the, hmm. the, the the concept of a tree is probably, for me, the best way to understand how change can, in essence, transform you. As Cardo would have said, some of the skills he learned in the past few years allowed him to flourish so if you realize that in your environment right now the fruits of your tree are not basically blossoming you now have to move to a different environment now there are Mm -hmm. pillars that you know to yourself with regard to um growing a tree are definitely universal law you have to water it sunlight Mm -hmm. nutrients but if you know that this tree is not bearing fruit in this location you have to uproot yourself and move mm. to a different soil mm. and when you put yourself in a different soil a different location you get more sunlight more photosynthesis occurs the better nutrients etc now you wonder why everybody come to Kivo TV to do an ad everybody come in because the fruits have become larger and more succulent because the environment he is in right now allows him to, 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 to be seen so if mm-hmm. you people coming to you, it's because your tree is bearing fruit. And if yeah. you're not seeing people coming to you for that skill you are in, you're probably just there and not being seen.
3: No, you are maximizing your potential.
4: As long as you it. change your um your 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 location and you see people coming to you, you know that your tree is bearing fruit. I love it. I love it.
0: And I and I want to throw this one, I wanna throw this one to, to, to Aaron as a kickoff question. Because I I see like Iran and I have very similar personalities, right? So guy. <laughs> why are they doing people why are doing, right. people right. why I do- why I doing people that don't <laughs> happen?
2: Why are they doing people
3: that?
2: Why are they doing people that you wanna that? tell me something, Ricardo? Yeah. Anyway, I made a vow that I was gonna stop her ass and Aaron. So I'll leave it that way it is. What what's and, your face? Um, Zoom, let me let you finish your question, please. Um yes, apologies. apologies. Apologies.
0: Aaron and I have similar personalities, right? In that, um, I would consider us like high-functioning introverts. But like, like for me, uh, a big part of the thing I just know is public speaking, right? A few years ago, I could never, ever envision myself doing anything like this, right? I mean, and I look at Aaron as a creative into music in a space where he is performing for the public. So is there thing, Is there anything to be in uncomfortable, Aaron, in terms of... What, what about being uncomfortable but still doing it anyway and then we could ask We could <laughs> off
1: that. um wow well, that's a big question now a lot of persons don't know i cannot speak in front of crowds if you put me like, like i said this was an actual interview where the five of us were in the same room i could not have a proper conversation with you but put me behind a mic in a closed room where people could just hear what I have to say, I will talk for hours. So, and a lot of persons don't know, well, I'll just say it here. My, my initial background is finance. I am an accountant by profession. But other than that, I am a DJ, radio personality.
4: That's,
1: well, now added to that podcast. I don't know to call it a podcast host, <laughs> but podcast person. Podcaster, but hmm. what, what is that? That's a thing. I don't know, but go ahead. <laughs> what about the entanglement? You could do that one. You know what do entanglement. entanglement I like how keyboard look up at you just now. Like, what is this man saying?
4: Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> get into that <laughs> <laughs> moving along swiftly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you man make me forget what's going no <laughs> on. <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: right, you know, but is is two things as you'd say that don't align. But it makes things better for me one in the other. Now I could actually stand in in a room with persons who are much older than me or persons who I do even know and have a spirited conversation on a topic which I could not have done before. I was privileged recently to have a conversation with some very um, high-ranking persons in the government at a certain state-owned company, Caro,
2: you see why that's how they interfere with him <laughs> what are to do with me?
1: You, you about, me you talk about a state-owned company so I'm just reminding you know. yeah, why ain't call him
2: call, why, call why, him? Tell, him about, why don't tell him about your shares in it anyway
1: uh, it's not publicly traded anyhow uh, exactly <laughs> You know and i could have that conversation with persons who brown bag businessman what <laughs> no, i know yeah, i didn't
2: I, did, have... I, did, I didn't i didn't call you a brown bag businessman sorry no sir yeah i, I can have
1: conversations with persons who whose intelligence and experience fast supersedes me but i could now drive a point home mm-hmm. so i'm now operating totally outside of my comfort zone because i would just write a report but now I could go and stand and have that meeting and discuss something, and get persons who are sixty something who still thinking with the nineteen fourteen mentality, as yeah, people mm-hmm. say that the business have to operate this way and this is the only way. It don't work. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. You are not a tree. You could move.
4: Yeah.
1: I always say the wheels of the wheels of change are always in motion. You need to get in that car and move with it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Only have, time.
1: I, hold, up. I, hope that, I hope that answer your question right now in some kind of way.
0: I, I think it's a perfect answer there, boy, because I mean, and I, I, I wanted to hear it from your point of view because I, I, I had the same, a very similar experience as well. Um, from going to freezing up in front of crowds and not being able to say a word to being able to make myself uncomfortable to the point where I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, you know so you're, you're uncomfortable in the beginning um as you started off but you get you do it so much to the point now where you kind of get into a comfort zone and and then you make it your own just like you would have made it your own Iron, i try to make it my own as well you know um i want to throw a, a little question for everybody as well um and i, I kind of want to base it on something that's a little left field um on the technology each one of you all use technology in different ways in terms of the things that you're doing right now. Do you all think um, the hype, is there too much hype behind technology as a pivot point for, for the modern person now, or do you think there's some really strong merit points for utilization of technology in the work that you all do? And I know in each frame that yeah, you all use technology differently.
3: Mm.
4: Um, I, I definitely think that there are a lot of merit points. Um, but with everything new, you have to be able to study it and know how to use it at your advantage. Because everything can be a tool, right? Or it could be to your detriment. So um for me in, in in my line of work, I see it as a benefit in terms of reaching a wider audience with little to no cost, most importantly, and in a short space of time, right? So my market is not only to the are people in South Africa, people in Nigeria, in Australia, following me, and it allows me now opportunity because you have opportunities now where somebody sees you and say, "Listen, I can bring this guy to London, to Australia, just by seeing one video, right?" So your reach and the world is smaller because of the fact that social media and technology allows for that, you know. So it's about studying algorithms, knowing what to say, how to put your content across, what your hashtags could be all these things connected to the right people. So once you master your formula and create consistency, it definitely does help and there's merit to it. So um, it it, it may be a lot of hype, but, but for me, whatever you have as a tool, you could use a hammer and the hammer could be destructive or it could be constructive. So whatever you have as your hammer, make sure you can build something that is steady. Lamp, lamp my business now. Mm-hmm.
1: You get a blue ticket yet?
4: Well, actually, boy, I don't really want a blue tick. You know, I've been offered the blue tick many times, but I don't really need that, boy. Right? So, for, for me, that'll that'll really um, confirm who I am. I am Kiva Lewis, Kiva TV, and I don't need a blue tick to tell me that. So, if I get, I don't get. It, 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 I really don't want it, to be honest. Okay. I speaking, that. Um, speaking of things you don't want,
2: right? No, I'm sorry. We're Not on the radio, so the cap put me off and he ran not in control of the meeting, so he can't meet my mic. So I just gonna <laughs> take the liberty and say it all you, stop, <laughs> yeah, nah. stop, stop giving out the man's phone number without his <laughs> permission, please. My god, stop giving out the man's phone number without permission. Everybody
4: suddenly is my friend. Now. I know Kivo, you know, they call him now. What's that? What's that? I have a number and a, a no, contact for that. They need to give me personal numbers. That is driving me mad, but hey, eh? yeah.
2: Just, yeah. just putting it out there too now. I want to Thank remind you. The, the public that despite the way my co-hosts represent me, yeah. My co-host now that I am I'm am a considerate fella. Thank you very much. I, 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 I'm a caring fella. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, talking about the technological advancement. I think it has a plus, it has have pros and cons with everything. Right? Um just like the simplest things now, the things that you could do. You couldn't do before you could do that now like Mm -hmm. you could market yourself Mm. that's why like now i think now is the best time for everybody to be successful because in this in this era in this time you are the person keeping yourself back right social media open up the the window the door the whole world so everybody could now market themselves everybody could promote themselves promote the content Put out the information disseminated, do whatever they want to do and it's there like technologically everything is where it's supposed to be. Does it have its constant yes with everything as with everything right mm-hmm. It's like like back in the days when you sort to go into the bank to actually fill out a, a book to write the balance and mm-hmm. how much you're putting how much you take out you don't have to do that anymore online banking. You're Going to eat, you can take out money, you can get money 24 hours to the day, seven mm-hmm. days a week, right? You could check your balance, you could do stuff. So, that, that in itself, the the way we work now in the hospital, the way we work, um, in the private sector with, with medicine and all that is the, the information is there. You're getting your information online one time. That's right? that's, that's do- i Trinidad talking about? No, no, <laughs> oh, okay, Trinidad is our next. And All right, that is the right. next day. that is right, the next sure. that is <laughs> the next that is the next, <laughs> next. that is a whole other topic that we must need <laughs> we could go too far and expound too much on that <laughs> we, we could get wild <laughs> yeah we could yeah, pay for that like, don't pay button, we, right? we, let, let me pay <laughs> for that one that would just throw you off for the whole life you know <laughs> that? that is something else but like the information is there like before they used to print medical reports we don't print medical reports now we fax it we could still fax it quote unquote, fax it but everything you get is on your smartphone you get your information you get your reference ranges you get all that like so let the learning the process of learning is not Britannica anymore it's not encyclopedia it's on your smartphone Google you Google something I don't know what this means let me Google that you don't have to go on. you don't have to have the correct spelling trait even you could just Google it and Google will correct you and say, no, this is what you mean? This is what you mean? Okay, this is what we're talking about. So that is there. Is there. And like everything, you just have to balance it, right? You just have to balance yeah. it. You just nope. balance it. But I
4: want to mention with, with, with the, with the um, technology, that whole Google thing for me, I think there's a slight con there. As much as information is accessible, I think sometimes we stop depending on our brains to remember stuff and we just go straight to google even if we check what 25 plus 45 is we go to our calculators, we go to, yes. so we kind we, we of not using our brains actively hey. anymore to remember so that we google we go onto instagram and these things to get information when we need to try to store and draw it from memory all the time so that that's a that kind of thing we have to be very careful of going into the future um Kivo, you just asked me to do maths.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, a lot of the listeners, that is exactly all they heard there. Yeah. 25 plus uh, 45. Yeah, we maths. know we know that, uh, but I just say now nah. <laughs> <laughs> some listeners have their mental block. This man is our account, yeah. No, no, no. So like I am not saying for me and about just talking about the listeners. <laughs> yeah, you, know, yeah right, right, listens, right. They, you will look at it as a con because you're not using your mental capacity. But they look at it as hey here what going on. Eh? I do like maths. I do like to learn to spell. I do want to know the meaning of the word. I go in and
3: just Google it. After mm. God is Google. Yeah. yeah. I I think now the the idea of being fully done is is uh huh. accepting
4: <laughs> you that, could
3: be that. fully done right exactly so you are fully i fully done, you know and <laughs> all right yeah, I, yeah. I, I comfortable be fully done so to calculate simple things to like research different things i guess comfortable i could check my smartphone for that once i had data i good <laughs> that 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 in itself that is one of the drawbacks yeah. Of technology because we're not using memory muscles, we're not using the brain the way we're supposed to be using the brain. You know, you don't have to learn your tables no more, you have to on your phone, you know. So, that, that it's true. Yeah, we just we're just comfortable being fully done now in society, mm-hmm. which is a bad thing. Very i
1: think it's rebel six okay like, i don't know i can't remember which one of the two of them yeah i want to throw something out there a real left field question here they say reading is the is the window to the world, right when last fellas when i saw they pick up an actual book and read something <laughs> not not on your smartphone <laughs> that's not that's they not down,
3: you download the book right, your you book is not a book all right let me let, let me so. go a little further how much how much people in the group here have a library card a actual library card Ooh, what, what, what um what pardon uh, what? but, but they actually have
2: an id card you see you
3: see that that was that that was a big thing but, long um, time yeah, yeah i have a library I- card
2: I used to I used to jump in the maxi and go up to the secondhand bookshop and rent my books for the weekend and for the weekend. You know, I I'm a, I'd love I read. to read, you know. I was reading. reading. I, I read a I finished reading a book today. Right? Mm. What, what, I I love to read. I love imagination and I love you know making things come to life with language. Mm. I am mashing up some Duolingo right now. As a man, I if it's one thing I refuse to do is let one of my greatest assets get cold on me, you know. I will also down and night. watch Jeopardy. I will also now watch my Jeopardy, and I I vex if I don't get twenty five questions out of the evening. Right? Yep. I will also every down night. Beat us, I will beat us on the crossword. Yeah, I I
0: I not getting cold just because I home. I ain't going through that.
2: Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. going through yeah, that at all, man.
0: The answer The question too, like, and I'll reference something Kivo told me a a, a few years ago in a conversation that we had. Um, there was a book club that we was involved in and we, we had uh, a particular book we, we had to read to come to discuss and because I was just so busy I just I listened to the book I, I, was audio. I took the audio and listened to it I absorbed it and I come and ready and I discussed and it's something in the discussion he said he said nah he said read it and when I read that book I had a totally different experience from when I listened to it
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, there's something that and, and, and Kofi would have made reference to it there's some muscle that works when your mind working through something, of I don't course. know how to describe it, you know, yeah. and uh, Iran raised a good point because our listeners might say hey, that, is, that might be math. So why I, I spend any time doing that? now? Mm-hmm. But there's a muscle that works, boy. I can't describe it.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That 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 is, is very, very true. And I always tell people as well, like when you're talking about your goals or thinking about your goals, you Can't think about your goals and habits in your mind, you know. You have to pen that you know, and I'm not even talking about typing it, typing it. Eh? Mm. Get a book, get a pen, and permanently write that. There's a connection with writing to the universe that allows you to now manifest that even stronger. So it's the same thing as reading. So reading on a phone and, and, and listening to an audiobook. While it is a good way to get a different angle, but the connection of eyes to, 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 to words and sentences in a book is i don't know as you rightly said there's there's no way to describe that other than you know it, it is the perfect blend for learning you know
2: See, there's there's also a tactile connection you, where you when you're actually turning pages when you're actually holding a pen and a pencil you actually stimulate in your mind Yes, in a tactical in a in a in muscular, a physical, yeah, muscular, muscular way yeah. so yeah. it's not just yeah. you, you wouldn't blend a steak you wouldn't yeah. blend a steak mm. and drink it and, and consider it having a steak you know yes. there's something there's something about the tact the tactile experience that you're mm-hmm. rubbing yourself when you, you don't do these things when you don't turn a page when you don't make a note
3: yeah um, yeah you the think yeah. there was there was an advertisement back in the day when I was younger <laughs> when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. Well I what this advertisement. Whether <laughs> it was black as a colour, right? <laughs> that was for the, the common entrance exam, where it was a limerick that said you read it so that your mind could receive it. You write it so that you show that you know it. You read it, you write it, you know it. That's how mm. that is how it is go, right? And Carlo bring up a, a very important point. The neuromuscular connection. That yeah. idea of turning the page. Actually turning the page and going on, making the connection, using your eyes to focus now to go from one, one word to another word on another page and start to read. That is as a key thing. That's a key thing in in the study of Alzheimer's. Right? Yeah. These simple activities, being able to bend forward an entire show. Read something, remember to do something, making little post-it notes for yourself. These things is all all that is to exercise the brain. It's to exercise the brain. So, you know, like technology in itself is very good in in advancement of certain things, but then as always, you have become where you're not you're not exercising certain things anymore. You know what I mean? You, you know, you're saying that and it, it draws me back to a conversation I
1: probably had um about 10 years ago when i was debating if to make the switch from using cds to buy a laptop to use serato mm. because for me in djing the art of djing is in learning the music but when you have a computer in front of you showing the waveforms and then that ever so popular button not called sync button mm. it, it it takes away from the art of what i knew djing to be mm-hmm. But I had to get up to the times and come and form in technology because you ain't getting no no party now and then get to use CDs. CDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it sometimes it becomes a part of being a traditionalist and being pure to the art of what you are involved in. Mm. And maintaining that and finding that right balance with the technology
4: which is available. Yeah. That that's that that that's that's very true. And I, I think probably next generation we not even know about CDs, but I do think that when that new base level becomes laptop, mm-hmm. if it becomes sync. Then now requires some mind to see how can I be different mm-hmm. from the base level of, of, of using laptop and sync. Right. So somebody said, "Stasis was the base. I'm not going to create a laptop where I could sync." Now the sync and the laptop is now the base. Who comes up with the idea to make themselves different? from everybody else so it's really about usurping what the base level is Mm
3: -hmm. I think also with with as you see yourself in the world you don't try to always hold on to the old way or just gravitate straight into the new way you have to evolve so you always have to be in the middle you always have to pull pull the two worlds together as an evolutionary you have to always like think well okay they used to do it this way but now we we doing it this way and this way is a little better all right but let's not jump too far ahead so the same thing with djing the same thing with writing any art expression any expression that we have as humans we have to always like try to always stay in the middle mm. of everything but not to get yeah, the balance exactly the balance the balance
2: you know that that real funny though because the last time kofi say you can't stand up on one foot it was something very different we
3: were talking about no that. no no always <laughs> balancing you're always balancing always you, yeah, you no. understand <laughs> um my 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 standards. i think i was there <laughs> you always you always stand
1: up you can't stand up on one foot
3: no you cannot a boy cannot fly with one wing <laughs> <laughs> It is, it is impossible
1: you know my, my my standard two teacher mr alfonso will be very proud of me when i say you know you had to find that right fulcrum now mm-hmm You had to, mm-hmm. to find fulcrum and to Find
3: that balance that, is, to find is. that,
1: balance. that now, is totally what life is now I, I want to ask one thing here we have some young fellas and we have some older fellas and i write i think at the bottom of the list size young this here mm-hmm. right is it ever too late to try to find
4: change in that? Nope, nope. Um, Colonel Sanders started his business at 50, all right. So it's it's it, it is never too late, and we have to be very careful about what we call uh, about time. Eh? This illusion of time, right? It's all about destiny, and we have a set system of where we believe how we believe things should go. I should be married by 25, children by that. No, right? Your destiny is your destiny. Your road is your road, right? And if Colonel Sanders didn't understand that or didn't accept that, he would have gone into making burgers at 30 because everybody is making burgers at 30 as opposed to consistently getting his nose for his fried chicken until he got his yes. So the comparisons that we often find ourselves, blo- you know, um, blocked in by is what makes us believe that we have to change now. Our time will come, right? So it will, it's never too late, right? Because I think everything is preordained. It's really for us to choose the path, as, as we said. If the change is available, you have to choose it. So it's never too late to change, honestly.
0: And I, for I, me, uh huh.
4: So,
3: Coffee. Nah, you for go. me, for me, for me, um, the only time you can't change is when you die. Yeah. Right. Once you're dead, there's no changing again. Yeah. Right. Sometimes a change mightn't be appropriate for the age you're at or the stage of life you might be in. Mm-hmm. But changes is, is a constant thing. You have to change. You have to change. The world changing around you. Bacteria changing around you, viruses changing around you, everything changing around. You. you can't stay constant. You can't stay in one place. So at any age, at any age, you always evaluate your change and say, well, okay, does this change make sense? Am I adapting? Am I flexible? Am I capable? Can I make it change? But so at any age you want to change. You know, like life doesn't run on a schedule, on a fixed thing. I ain't making no more children when I is 40. You never know. Yep. I have a baby right now and I, I, I stopped making children. I, I just had a son the other day. Right? Hey, so, congratulations, you know, congratulations,
4: you know, congratulations. so
3: thank you, thank you. So it is it, never it's never a stagnant thing because when you are checking life, life is always like this. Up, down, up, down, up, down. So you're always up, then you go down. And even when you're going from up to down, there's that change that's going on there. That gradient is sliding down and that gradient you're climbing to go back up. There's always change. So at any age you decide to make a change, you just have to evaluate the change you're making. Take the time to evaluate the change you're making and, and make the change if necessary.
2: want um, yeah. to answer a question about whether or not uh, you could ever be too old to change, I... And again, I am breaking the rules of etiquette here, but I'm going to respond with a question. Why is all this to that? You ever see a young sukuya? No, I have never seen a sukuya.
1: You know <laughs> never.
2: what I'm saying is, you can never be is, is when you get old. that's when certain changes that come in a little more naturally mm. than others. What I'm saying is, <laughs> it it I you know young sukuya. You're never too old to change.
3: You can't <laughs> <over chill>. <laughs> <laughs> to the, of the class.
1: I'm not going to, go go to say that was the t- that was the worst answer. Ever? <laughs> what I'm, I just, I,
4: I just say. you on on chapari way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, move, move the back of the class. Go in the
3: back. Yeah, the boy. Back. Go yeah, go like, like, boy. Why did say Nobody ever you heard a story Jeopardina?
2: about, oh, about a Young woman in the village who was a, a sukuya is always our old one. So it's never too old to change.
3: Oh okay. Lord, Ricardo. They, they had a thank, man, you. thank you, bro. No idea how that is, Marabella. Not at all. Not,
2: not at thank, all. Thank you very much, too. Not anymore, anyway.
3: Not,
2: not anymore. <laughs> take one, boy. Take one. Take one. Yeah, boy. That,
1: nah. Uh-uh. I, I, I I, I don't know what else to say there. <laughs> nah, but, um, yeah, go ahead. Now, <laughs> one thing I keep I keep hearing is, you know, from Kofi is that, you know, you need to understand the stage you're you need to understand the changes that need to be made. And that also shows that you need to be self-aware in all these situations. And I think that's something that a lot of us now aren't because we are so consumed by life. We are consumed by the smartphones. we consume consumed by YouTube, by social media, all these different things that we don't take the time to understand ourselves and understand where we are at. Because without understanding where you're at, you won't know where you have to go or where you mm. want to go. Mm-hmm. So if there's one thing you're taken away from this conversation tonight, you have to make sure and be self-aware.
3: Mm-hmm. All the time. All, yeah, the, all time. the time. And and I want to
1: train
0: something based on the question I was asked in terms of in terms of purpose and how purpose could change over time and expand. I don't really share my my story, but but, you know, I always tell people my pivots is kind of like a series of unfortunate events. And let me explain what I mean. Like, my first area into risk management came from a few times, yeah, experience of. You know, and it was something negative. But out of it, I was like, how we could prevent this from happening again? And mm-hmm. then when I got into economics, it was after the 2008 financial crisis. And I see people around me who was going through it. Going through it. And i like, how could we understand this in a different way? You know? And it's like the question of purpose, boy, um, and that being able to morph and expand over time. Um, and if it's one piece of advice I could give to the audience, don't, don't beat yourself up regards to where you think you should be in life. And always be able to relook and rethink about why you're here and your purpose. And let that change with what is happening around you and, and really centralize on what am I doing to add value.
2: Mm. Maybe that might be
0: the
4: wider question to look at. Yep. You know, that, that, ooh, that, that value question is, is, is a, um, a very important question. And I, I really commend Kofi because Kofi would have taken what he knew in terms of his schooling and made it into a business. So he created value. Um, Bob Proctor is another big, you know, fan, um, big, you know, mentor of mine, and uh, he said, uh, for, to make it in this world, you have to understand what your value is, and you have to understand three things: yeah, the need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. And if mm-hmm. you can, if you can create that value in whatever avenue, whatever aspect of life, you definitely can." and will become successful and it'll be difficult for people to in, in, in essence control you right and mm-hmm. what Kofi is doing and what Aaron is doing and, and what Brendan and Ricardo are doing they are creating v- themselves into more valuable people by adding value to themselves so the more you add value to yourself the more difficulty, the more difficult it is for somebody to take away a leg from under your chair and I'll mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> allow that chair to fall. The chair is going to fall once you have three and four and five legs. Right? So according to what kind of you know them chairs these days dangerous. But yeah, that. Yeah. Right? you got to put together <laughs> yourself too. <laughs> right? So it's really about adding value. Add value. Right? And that, that's the best way to be successful. Make yourself valuable.
3: Mm-hmm. I think purpose as purpose in itself in its purest most essential form is every living organism purpose is either to is is not either to but is to live procreate and then die right To mm-hmm. so continue that cycle of life right but as a higher thinking person your life leading up to your death that has to be defined by you, you right you die. have to create what direction you you go into you have to create the resources or create the inheritance for the next generation Right. Mm -hmm. So when you create, that is the propagation that we should be talking about. Not just making children, but making something that will last after I die. What will be left when I leave the earth? So the changes that we come into the world with is the changes that we want to see. We want to see in the world. So be the change you would like to see in the world. And that is your purpose, right? Essentially, that is your essential purpose in being an inquisitive mind, being a a logical thinker, you want to see something change in the world. But if you're not willing to have that change in yourself, nothing wouldn't change in the world, right? So your purpose essentially is not just to go from life to death and along the way create some offspring. It's also to add value, tying into what Kivo said, tying into what Brendan said, right? You always add value. What's the value What's the composition? Right? Every time I talk to somebody, I want to always leave them with something. right? I want to leave you with something resonating. because when people start to talk to me and I start to listen, they're always leaving me with something. Mm-hmm. And to Erica, she leaves me. she passed and she gone and she leave me with something. Changes are constant. All right. And that' rolling in my head. So tonight, if I leave you all with something, or when I talk to Brenda on that time, I leave him with something that is what does always come to, to pass or to create the legacy that you will leave to come after. So your purpose is always to really change your want to see in the world as much as possible.
0: And one, I, I want to pass the ball to cardo to take us out, but one of the things I want to emphasize too, as well, to the audience especially, and somebody leaving something which has had nothing to do with Asia, I just showed my example. Kofi would have left something with me. Kivo would have left something with me. And he is younger than me. You understand what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. gems, I'm talking about gems that years after, I could bring it back up and remember the exact conversation because it had an impact, you know, and, and that is important. So, so Masakado,
3: the Black Wolf himself, I, I, I'll even <laughs> but the, the Gray Wolf, The Grey the, the wolf, you know, wolf. The Grey Wolf. Decide the balance. He's
2: hiding the balance. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the days of the Kuroi Okami is no more, bro. I put on that. I put on that. But, um, Yo, listen. This has been a fascinating conversation. Uh, I I am saddened that Trinidadians and Tobagonians and the world at large we do have the attention and span that might facilitate a much longer show. But all I'm saying is I'm grateful for the contributions these men have made, uh, these these citizens are making. And you know what, I just wanna quickly point out that for people who think that success, people just show up on the radar. I want to tell you how long Kivo grinded. I remember David Hamilton, AKA The Face, dropped an album when he was in UE called Hitchhiker's Guide to UE, right? And Kivo was on a skit where he was a prof- where he was a teacher a lecturer, right? And this album, look, my pause reason, and you know that trainee for look at telling the truth. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. is, I sure it's more than, is how old this album? No, more than a decade. Yeah,
4: about uh,
2: twelve years. Right. What I'm saying is, you you put any work, right? You may not reach where you're going today, but you could start today, mm-hmm. right? Put any work, build build um, your archives. Sooner or later, right? You will have so much content that your legacy will be the work that you have done mm-hmm. you wouldn't have to sell anybody on who you are your work will speak for itself yeah, right? Kofi has, if, if Kofi is a man who has been mentoring the men who are mentoring men, well then your legacy brother has reached places and people that you will never even come in contact with personally mm-hmm. 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 DJ Aaron, mm-hmm. said you know you pushing our culture ahead and you trying to change every culture that you are exposed to right? your legacy even though you're a couple of years behind us, it's miles ahead. And Brendan, are you going to try to call it the Rev? Right? The Renewable Energy Voice. Because <laughs> you have been begging the country to wake up for a very, very long time. And, you know, sooner or later, it's only so much you could do we getting up and we starting mm-hmm. to pay attention to the things. So I just want to encourage each of you all here and to every listener of Inquisitive Minds, you make your contribution don't study and count it you just make the contribution because you don't know the fruit of the seeds that you're planting today I just want to thank the guests Uh, I want to thank the hosts I want to ask you guys to like, share, check us out and anchor dot fm slash inquisitive minds wherever you put a s put a z a z uh, they're available uh-huh. on all major podcast providers and I'm gonna kick it back to my co-hosts. I don't know if they want to
0: Well I, I just saw one thing and I'll let Aaron Aaron close, but I just um I just wanted to say the, the joke of entanglement between me and Aaron is just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, thank you. <laughs> <up one>
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that cleared <laughs> up, right? <laughs> that didn't clear up at all.
2: No, but, but seriously, how does an update how does, out, how does have outside man when you don't have an inside man? How does it work?
3: Um, Ricardo, that is um pivot six point
4: three.
3: That's a different music. Hey. You know that what? Pivot 6.3. Or Just, even, you know what? Maybe we will have we will have that discussion. Edit that out now. Edit that out now. Edit that out forget that. That's the thing, Zoom. I was... Link me. Link me. I'll come was... back in and we talk about that. I wasn't you directing it to
2: know. anybody. I was just... You know what? It it's just leaving people with things to think about. You know? Language is a beautiful okay. thing. Okay. Okay. Sir. <laughs> no, Kivo will never give me your
1: number. That is it <laughs> Freddy <laughs> quest pending. I know. Go and say, well... <clears throat>
3: you
1: have the amount of friend requests you have pending, Ricardo? Showing Manchester about 18 years now... Yeah, I don't think that's true answer so in mine either.
4: Oh, God.
2: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what are you going to do, buddy? Yeah. What you
1: going to do? Oh, God. I apologize, so You You go ahead, boys. No, well, um, I, <laughs> I don't even know how to, to, to say anything after that. But I'll just remind the listeners that... You can check us out on all major podcast platforms. Just search for Inquisitive Minds, wherever you normally put a S, you put a Z. And you know, just again wanna thank you, the listeners, for 36 episodes, you know, including five and five point one. You know. Mm -hmm. Right. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much for all the love you have showed us. And we ain't stopping. This is just the beginning. Keep it locked.